Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie uh, the government formation talks uh, continue and we've been hearing how if a deal is uh, to be done with uh, the Greens uh, that a uh, 7% cut in target emissions must happen and that will obviously result in big changes like how farmers farm and how we'll have to cut the cattle herd and so on, how we'll have to stop building roads and put that money into buses, trains, bicycles or pedestrian walkways and we'll need electric cars, retrofit houses uh, and indeed put an end to fossil fuel but that's just to do a deal with the Greens. They'll obviously need to do a deal with independence, it seems, as well. And let's hear a little bit about all of this and where it's going. Helen McEntee is a Fidegail TD for Mead East and Minister for European Affairs and on the line with us. And a very good morning to you and uh, thanks morning, for joining Michael. us. Are you going to do individual deals with independent TDs? Uh, are you, for example, going to restore acute services to the Louth County Hospital to get Peter Fitzpatrick on board? Well, uh, good morning, Michael. And I mean, you, you've just outlined quite a lot of things that I suppose all are up for discussion at the moment. As you've rightly said, there are three parties coming together. And from Fianna Gael's point of view, and indeed Fianna Fáil and, and the Green Party's point of view, what is important is that any programme for government is core to our values, to our principles, that our members can very clearly see um, within the programme for government the plans that we have um, and that there is a stamp, I think, from all parties on it. What's also happening at the moment, as you've rightly said, and, and this has been happening throughout this entire process, is that we are engaging with the various different groups and the independent groups, some of which uh, some of the parties have decided and, and decided a number of weeks ago that they weren't going to engage, that they didn't want to engage with us, uh, most notably the, the Social Democrats and the Labour Party. But the independent groupings, so you have rural TDs and, and um, various different groupings, who have been kept abreast, who have been informed as to how talks are going. Um, and these meetings, I suppose, and, and various different conversations have mm. been happening. Now, what level of detail and, and, you know, exactly what is being discussed, I don't have that information. And I suppose until everything is agreed and until the three mm. main parties who are in these discussions. Well, Peter Fitzpatrick wants acute services restored to the Louth County Hospital. That's not in line with your policies. Are you willing to compromise your policies and your philosophy on how health services are delivered in order to get him on board? Well, again, that level of detail is not something that I'm 
party too. I suppose there is a key team of people who are working mm. led by the Taoiseach and the Tánaiste uh, with three other members of our party. Myself, I'm part of a reference group that is feeding into these overall negotiations um, representing the Ministers of State within ah, yeah, our no, party mm. and the current government. But what would you think, I mean, what, what would you think if that I, was the deal? I mean, do, does it matter uh, just so long as uh, your party gets into power? Absolutely not. And I mean, right. I can't get into detail with you. And, and I mean, it's, and what I'm saying absolutely not is that mm. we need to make sure that our core policies, that our priorities, that our values, yeah. that they are... But that's, that, that's not... That, 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 that can't be true if you're willing to do individual deals with individual TDs, that they can come and... Uh, go to government and get funding for projects and different things, whether it's uh, change government policy altogether, uh, as would be the case with the example that I just gave you uh, from Peter Fitzpatrick, uh, and you would restore acute services to a hospital. Uh, Or uh, if you look at the deal that Jackie Healy Ray had with the Fianna Fáil government uh, and how that worked, I mean, it was rotten to the core, horrible Irish parish pump politics where you had roads, let's say, in places like Kells or, or Navan that were like Albania. And then you went down to parts of rural Kerry and you'd think you were in Hamburg or Frankfurt. So firstly, nobody is saying that. Um, our focus and our priority is firstly with Fianna Fáil and the Green Party to try and agree a document, as I've said, that very clearly reflects policies and priorities. To me, I don't think it's about absolutely changing everything because I think there's a lot of things, whether it's health policy, whether it's transport policy, whether it's rural policy, that is working well. And it's about how do we bring together current policies, new policies, Mm. taking on board, uh, I suppose, a lot of the messages that people gave us during the election, but also taking into account the current situation we find ourselves in. Um, And so any discussions that we're having with independents are just that. Um, Our priority is to ensure that the three main parties who are in discussions at the moment can form a government. Mm. That's not a dead cert, even if a party or a a paper is agreed, because as you know, this has to be ratified by all three political parties. And what I think is important is that if that is agreed, is that we have a, a strong working majority, not just a number of 80, which is, as you know, the majority number that you need to form Mm. the government to be able to pass legislation, to be able to get things done, Mm -hmm. but that we have a government that will last the five years. So So I'm I'm not... But that's the point, Minister, isn't it? ...individual projects, because I don't don't know if any commitments that have been given like that, and I don't think they have. But but, but you'd have to give something like that, would you not, Minister? I mean, logic dictates that you'd have to give that. I mean, you're asking these fellas just to go up to the doll and press buttons in favour of government votes. No matter what. Uh, but what do they get in return for it? Uh, they're being told uh, they won't be chairs of committees, they won't be junior ministers, they won't be senior ministers. There's nothing in it for them unless you can say, well, look, you know, we look after you, nink, nink, nod, nod. So firstly, what I would say is nobody is being forced to, nobody is being dragged into these conversations or discussions of anything, actually. What you'll see is quite a lot of the independent groupings have asked to be a part of this, have said that they wanted uh, to support some form of government or or to be at least involved in talks. And I think they've done that because they realise the very difficult situation this country is in. They realise that we need some form of stability, not just for the next year or two, but for the next four or five years. Um, And I think they have willingly come forward 
to engage and to see what that might look like or what kind of a structure might be in place. But again, you know, you, you can suggest all these various different uh, projects. I have individual projects. Every TD has mm. individual I projects. I know, but that's the like point. The independents have a better chance of achieving them because uh, they'll have you... Uh, willing to do anything to just get them on board so that they'll just press buttons and say quiet about other things? No, that's absolutely not the case. Uh, and I don't think anybody is saying that the Taoiseach uh, nor the leaders of the other two parties are saying we'll give anybody anything they want. As it currently stands, the three parties are working through our own priorities and our goals and our mm. objectives. And there are certain things that we don't agree on. And there are certain things that we mm. have to work through. And not everything that I would like to see or that, you know, any other member of, of government would like to see is going to be in a document or a programme for government. But mm. what's important is that we have a broad outline of the various different sectors, whether it's health, whether mm. it's housing, whether it's childcare, whether it's the various different areas, whether it's agriculture, climate, mm that will give us enough of a structure and a template to try and rebuild our economy and to rebuild our society. I mean, we're looking at the phase two of COVID opening up next Monday. Hopefully, we'll start to see things moving a little bit quicker because people really have adhered to the guidelines mm. and, and we're seeing but, the but numbers down, stay down. But if you go down um, this road, just saying with the government talks, if we can, if you go down this road uh, of doing a deal with independence and there's a quid pro quo, if you like, uh, well, then you're going down that road once again of telling people they're better off voting for independence because independence uh, can tell governments what to do and governments just need their support. Again, Michael, you're saying that and I'm not and that's certainly not the case. Well, ex- we well, well explain, ex- explain, to me, explain to me what you would have to offer to independents in talks like this. So, again, I go to the fact that the independents themselves have come forward, have said... Mm. They want to engage. Now, what those conversations are at this stage, you know, we have been keeping them abreast as to what's Mm. happening in the discussions uh, as to how the negotiations between the three larger parties are happening or are going. Mm. Um, And they have said that they want to keep uh, engaged with Mm. us and they want to see if there's any potential for them to support the government. So, again, individual projects and getting mm. into that detail. Well, Peter you know, Fitzpatrick... I can't get into that detail. OK, well, well you, there's one detail... Looking for. Well, there's one detail you can get into because Peter Fitzpatrick told us there is a red line issue and that he will not go into a, a government uh, if that means raising the pension age. So should he back out of those talks? Again, that's Peter Fitzpatrick's red line. That's not something that I can comment on. Um, this is an issue that was obviously uh, quite significant for a lot of people before the election. It will continue to be important and it's forming uh, and, and is very much part of the discussions. So Finnegal is willing to negotiate that then? I, I, I can't say, Michael, what's being discussed in detail and, uh, you know, you, you know that no, but, uh, that are going I'm just on. Asking if, there's any point, if there's any point to the talks, if Peter Fitzpatrick is saying, you know, that's where we start, the pension age isn't increasing. Uh, is there any point in it going any further? Again, that's a matter for Peter Fitzpatrick. Well, if it's he a wants matter for Fine Gael as well. Well, no, if Peter Fitzpatrick has drawn down red lines, if he feels that it's not possible to talk to us because of those red lines, then that is a matter for Peter Fitzpatrick. But what I would say, again, mm. is that no independent, whether they're part of a grouping or not, whether they're working on their own completely, um, no, no, no person is being forced to come and talk to us. And if he chooses or anybody else chooses to engage with us, as many of them are, mm. then we will talk to them in the same way that we spoke to the Labour Party, to the Social Democrats, to many others as well. Um, but it is essentially their choice. We are not going to 
uh, deviate from our core values. We are not going to deviate from a lot of the key uh, areas and issues that need to be addressed, as, I, as I've just mentioned. And first and foremost, it's continuing to protect people from COVID. It's making sure that our economy can recover as quickly mm. as possible. It's making sure that all of the other issues that arose over the election and, and that I believe we were addressing before the election, and mm. um, that they are part of any government. Do you uh, believe? For government. Do, you, do you believe, Minister, uh, that local farmers will be happy to get into forestry? Well, look, this is a debate, and I think, unfortunately, I mean, farming has had a very difficult number of years, and and I have to acknowledge that, and and our farming community have gone through a very difficult time through drought, father crisis, beef crisis, milk crisis, and and Mm. always at the, the, uh, or always at the mercy of the weather and, and, and world markets as well. And what we need now, I think, is to change the narrative, because particularly when it comes to climate, our farmers have been, I think unfairly seen in a very negative light. My own view is that they have been the custodians of our land for thousands of years. Mm. And as we plan to save our planet, as we put in place uh, measures and and work with our farming community, they are the best people uh, to help us to do that. But they need support. Mm. They need additional funding. Well, look, there, there are many different measures. If you look at the Climate Committee, which worked for over a year together on a cross-party basis, they came up with 180 different mm. measures. Now, they were not all just for agriculture. They were uh, for transport, it was the, housing, it was Yeah, business. but the national ha- um, cattle herd will have to be reduced, won't it? Again, well, that's not something I would like to see happen, no. But I, I'm not over the detail of what's being discussed at the moment. Uh, and you can be assured, and I can assure people listening, that Fine Gael, uh, will 100% support our farming and our rural communities and work with them to try and achieve our climate targets. And and it's about working together. It's not Mm. about blaming any one group of society. It's about working with each other. And I see this at a European level because the conversations that I'm having now with European colleagues on the next European budget, which Mm. include uh, the CAP, which thankfully uh, we've seen just from the the new presentation of the Commission last week, an increase of 15 billion for the common agricultural policy. This is recognising and acknowledging that our farmers are going to do more, that they have done more on climate, and that we need to support them in the work. Do, do you think the Green Party will accept a Fine Gael proposal to exclude methane emissions from the overall calculation? Again, Michael, that's getting into a level of detail that I just can't talk about at the moment. There's a lot of discussions happening. That's what I would say. There are a lot of different views on different areas, mm. not just in agriculture or climate. I know, um, but... It, and that is what the last... Is it not daft? About. Is it not daft to even suggest that? That you're calculating the carbon emissions, except an awful lot of them that come from cows? Well, again, look, I'm, I'm not sure where that's coming from, but the conversations that are happening at the moment are among the parties, and, and I suppose it's not to get into that level of detail. Um, what we want to do is set out targets that are achievable. Uh, as I said to you, we spent a year working on 180 different measures to reduce our emissions by 3.5%. To double that is going to be a challenge, but we've said we're absolutely committed to meet, to meeting and to reaching our targets. Okay. But again, I would stress that is by working with not just the farming community, but with business, with industries, with sectors, um, and it's about creating new opportunities as well. And I think there are new opportunities here um, while we're at it. It's not just, um, I suppose, they shouldn't just be seen in a negative light. But again, okay. these are all issues that are being discussed. Um, you know, or well, I'm not saying that that issue you've raised is necessarily being discussed, but this is... Um, well, it's reported to be discussed and it's been discussed broadly as a result. 
Well, look, there, there are a lot of things that are being reported. I see a lot of things being reported okay. today about what may or may not change next Monday for, for the, the phase two of restrictions. But I think until we see a final document, until we see an agreement, really, we, we you know, it's okay. hard to get into that level of detail. OK, Minister, thank you very much indeed. Uh, that is Helen McEntee, Finnegal TD for Meath East and Minister for European Affairs. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.